Hello, my name is Logan Clark. I am the current communications teacher at Midwest Central High, and uh, I would just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to uh, the Communications Classes podcast. This is the first ever episode that this school has ever made, and this is all student-made. The content creation, the editing, um, scheduling, and communicating with people that are coming on as special guests, uh, the intros, the outros, this entire podcast is 100% made by the students. So uh, from time to time, you're going to hear an error. From time to time, you know, you might hear something that should have been edited differently. These are the things that we are going to learn as we go. So I just ask that you give us a little bit of grace and you enjoy the podcast. So with that being said, this is the first episode of the Manitou Minute. I'm Rigby. I'm here with my co-hosts, Shadi and Ratman. With Let's Talk Music, here to add a segment to the Manitou Minute. In this episode, we will be interviewing Don Mozaris on how he creates his music and or how he got started. What type of music do you typically like to play? Well, I would say that uh, I play a lot of traditional rock and roll, be it alternative or indie electronic, whatever is suitable for the instruments I'm capable of playing. That's cool. That's Uh, cool. What's your most favorite genre? Well, I would say it would be alternative rock. You might be familiar with an artist known as Radiohead. You ever heard of this? I love Radiohead. Oh, yep. Yeah, so they opened up with like the, the grunge rock world and they kind of transitioned over into like a hybrid electronic alternative rock and I would say that's where my interests fully reside outside of that I would say just electric electronic music in general would be my number two like dubstep well that's like full-fledged EDM yeah you yeah. know that's that's like there's three drops and there's tons of bass it's amazing <laughs> mm-hmm. wow, wow 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 you know that's like yeah. edm mm-hmm. but like there's tons of different variants in the electronic genre whether it be lo-fi for just listening to some homework or like dance because there's nothing wrong with dancing mm-hmm. having a good time what was your or is your historically favorite era of music oh boy that's a good one um well for the for the culture of it, it would be the 60s and 70s. For having lived through it and understand the feel of it, I would say the 90s crossover into the early 2000s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've left out the 80s, but 80s people, you know, they can live their <laughs> 80s life and yep. we can live something else. Yeah. So, um, is there a band that you pull inspiration from when you, like, do your music? Well, historically, like I referred to, Radiohead's been, I mean, I listened to all their albums probably too many times. More recently, I would say uh, an artist by the name of Flume, F-L-U-M-E, much more in the electronic music production realm, less instrument-oriented, more uh, DAW or uh, digital workspace type of uh, productions. uh, They're more complex. You can do a lot more as a single artist, whereas, for instance, Radiohead and earlier were just traditional bands they need three four five six people a producer to get there so uh lately i've been kind of trending more towards the uh single individual producer style but overall still radiohead followed by currently flume Mm -hmm. i like radiohead never heard of flume though Mm -hmm. get yourself ready 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, what pulled your inspiration for music? Well, I would say that my inspiration for music kind of started with my mother. She was very choral. She was in a number of choirs when when I was a kid, and so she kind of inspired me to get involved in that by the time I got to high school. Kind of dropped off early in the middle school era just because I wanted to be different than my sister, and that was my sister's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <clears throat> but I, I'll say I kind of picked it back up when I realized that we owned a guitar. didn't even know we had one. And then just started figuring it out year over year and uh, between singing and playing the guitar. And that's, that's where things have been at lately. I've got this synth, though. A synthesizer. Just get yourselves ready. Synthesizers <laughs> are a good time. We actually have some questions ready for you, Allison. Um, I'm ready for them. <laughs> well... How'd you get into synth, or like, what was the age, you think? Just well, uh, a guitar would have been around 14-ish. Synth, though, I didn't actually play with my first synth till like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I obsessively researched it on the internet until I found what I thought was the best one. And as soon as I got it, it was like, oh yeah, this is, this is where it's at. It's called the Arturia Micro Freak. That is the actual name of it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. That, sounds, that sounds cool. Like um, getting into a certain type of like music production so like recently, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Going back to Homecoming, you did this thing called Major Lasers and the Raiders. Mm. What was that? <laughs> well, uh, on our staff, we've got uh, a number of different teachers with all of the right skill sets, right? You had Mr. Clark on the drums, you had uh, Mrs. Smith on the piano, and of course she's like teaches the whole music thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she's yep. gonna have, be able to pull it together uh, Mr. Hyde is in multiple bands and uh, I've had a passion for years and so we pulled together some vocalists and we've done lip syncs in past years but we kind of wanted to, to take a different approach given that we had we all liked instruments and wanted to try it out mm-hmm. well I really liked the production and that went on it was yeah, yeah me too it. It was my first time playing in front of people in any significant way. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm wow. surprised by I that. I may have been nervous. <laughs> it was good. I'm surprised you say that. That was good. Yeah. It was very good. Um, other than that, I think that is all the questions that we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us yep. today. My pleasure. Glad I could uh, you know, talk about the inspiration of music because I think there is something for everybody, whether it be singing or uh, an actual individual instrument maybe digital production there's there's something for everybody out there so mm-hmm. go find your music yep well thank you all for listening to the manitone minute for this segment of let's talk music again i'm your host rigby and i hope you all have a wonderful day Hello everybody and welcome to King K's Media Blitz. Today's media topic is 21 Pilots and I am being joined here with Mr. Clark to ask questions about what 21 Pilots is and who they are and basically just what's about them. Hello everyone. Um, so, so I don't really know a whole lot about 21 Pilots. What was like their first album that kind of you know, made them popular? Well, their first album that they ever made was their own name, 21 Pilots. That was just their first album name, and 
they started by on small by singing to people on small stages for like karaoke bands and stuff, and just making their own songs for people who I guess liked them at that point. Gotcha. Um. So if you were talking to somebody about Twenty One Pilots, how would you explain their music? Like, what is there a certain genre or, or vibe or sound they go for? Their songs usually are made with alternative hip hop and rap. They've made around 89 songs, and some of them consist of singles, like just a single song, not in an album. And they're slow, and f they s go slow, and then sometimes it goes fast, like they're rapping. And he screams a lot. The main singer, he screams a lot. So this isn't like a country or contemporary band. This is like a rock slash rap slash yeah. kind of alternative anywhere in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what was that moment where they became kind of like famous? Was there a certain song or a certain album or something they did that made them very popular? They blew up after their most famous album, Blurry Face, and it had their most popular songs, Ride and Stressed Out, which now play on the radio. And that's how they got heard. Okay. Um, if, if I had to ask you, Kingston, what are your like top two songs ever by 21 Pilots, what would they be? Uh, I have to say my favorite album is Trench, and it has the songs uh, Smithereens and Jumpsuit. One of my, those are two of my favorites. Okay. I will look into those. Um, so, like, who is the band? Like, is there a lot of members? Because, like, bands like uh, Slipknot, for example, have 11 members of the band and three drummers specifically. So is this, like, a really big band? Or is there just, like, two or three people? Who, who's in it? It's more of a duo, but with helpers on the side and, like, people they hire as, like, side singers and setting up everything, I guess. Okay. The, the duo is... Uh, Tyler Joseph and his friend Josh Dunn, which is the drummer. Tyler is the singer. And they've basically just been going at their own, I guess, just Tyler and Josh. Okay. Um, if you were to have to choose maybe like four songs, like for somebody listening today, like, hey, listen to these four songs by 21 Pilots, and this will kind of show you the range of their skill set. What, like, three, four, five songs would you want them to listen to? Uh, Morph, which is in the Trench album. Uh, probably Stressed Out and Ride, because they're the most popular ones. Basically, that's how everybody knows them. Uh, and I probably have to say Trees, because it really explains about what Tyler really does and what he, like his mindset is okay um is there anything that you thought i would ask is there any little more tidbits that you want to let everyone know about about 21 pilots well i guess people want to know how they're doing right now and basically what they're doing right now they they're still making songs and albums their latest album that they just made around maybe a couple months ago is called scaled and icy and Right now, they're still playing on stage, and they're still trying to make new albums. Gotcha. Um, do we have a topic for our next podcast? Do you have, like, a, a band or anything lined up yet for that? Um, if anything, the next podcast would probably be something 
game related, like probably like Five Nights at Freddy's or something. Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's there's a, a lot one. to explain about that. There's a lot of lore in that game, so that would be a good one. And maybe another song or singer, maybe David Bowie. Okay. All right. You'll probably get a lot of people interested with Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone's listening and has any suggestions, feel free to reach out and we will do uh, the Media Blitz based off of some of your suggestions as well. Um, do you have anything else you want to add here before we wrap it up? Nope. I think that's basically it. All right. Well. And this was King K's Media Blitz. I hope you like the podcast. What's up, guys? It's Moth with my co-host, Eris, and today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing our favorite comfort foods and, like, easy foods to make when you're sad or depressed or just not having a good time. Or if you want to have a good time. Yeah, I think you can always have a good time with food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Food makes everything better. It really does. Food is always there for you. Constantly. My best friend. They say money is the girl's best friend. Nah, food is. It's fried pickles. Then again, you have to have money to be able to buy food, but unless you're stealing, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, don't you, steal food though. Don't no, steal. we're it's not. We're you. not telling you guys to go steal food. Don't do that. Not a good idea. Anyway, though, okay. So getting into this, we're going to be talking about like comfort foods. So I guess I will start since I'm already talking. I am going to share with you guys something that I did last night whenever I got home. Um, I saw this trending on TikTok, so if you have TikTok, go look this up because it is very fun and easy to make and it's delicious in my opinion. Some people may think this is absolutely disgusting, but I also have the taste buds of like a five-year-old, so (laughs) what I did was you take, okay, these are the ingredients you're going to need. You're going to need cheese, you're going to need your favorite kind of pickle, and you're going to need ranch, preferably, or like any dipping sauce, but I feel like ranch would be the best choice for this. And if you want to be fancy, you can also add in some seasonings to spice it up a little bit. Um, You can use like slices of cheese or shredded cheese. I used shredded cheese. And you're also going to need a pan and some butter because you don't want to burn your house down. So don't let this come back on me if you can't cook. Which I can't cook either, so you sorry. So I took butter and I sprayed it all over the pan. And then you take your cheese of choice and you put it in the pan. So mine was shredded cheese, so I put it in like a nice little circle. And then I took my pickle, which my favorites is I like the Vlasic's like dill crunchy snack pickles. Those are really good. Or the like pickle slices. And you take that and you place it in the center of the cheese. And the cheese is gonna be melting. And while it's melting, you're gonna slowly fold it and wrap it over the pickle. And I added in some like onion seasoning and garlic seasoning, and then I wrapped it all up, and then I dipped that sucker in ranch, and I ate it, and it was so delicious. So it's obviously so unhealthy, but I don't care, because this isn't about being healthy, it's about being comforted by food, so. It, that does sound great and wonderful, except I saw it and it looked like a finger. Mom, so you know what? It's fine. I don't think I want I, your opinion on my <laughs> cheese pickle, okay? It sounds good. It was good. Thank you. I do you. like dill pickles. Dill pickles are the best pickles, objectively, and if you like other kinds of pickles, I think you're wrong, in my silly little personal opinion. What's, what's a comfort food that you like? Comfort food. 
I like. Going off with pickles, let's do fried pickles. Fried pickles are so good. They're so good. I don't care if it's like little chips or spears, although spears are better because they're longer and you get more pickle. That is true. You do get more pickle, which I really like. But I like the crunchiness of like the snack pickles. Because they're small, but they're really crunchy. Yeah, but I feel like if you do it correctly with the spears, then it's perfectly fine, and you can have the best of both worlds. That's true. That is very true. The spears are so good. I got pickles, fried pickles, from Chili's the other night, and they were amazing. Definitely recommend going there for their fried pickles. Chili's fried pickles. delicious. And, like, different kinds of canned soup, but only the chunky. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you guys, I'm... Moth, you need to tell them about your one comfort food that you love pop tarts what do you do to pop tarts that most people don't do <laughs> moth's gonna tell you guys their secret i put strawberry pop tarts in the toaster and then i put butter on them <laughs> it's really good i promise don't, you know i've never don't tried on that. i've never tried that but i'm gonna have you know might might be good i promise it's good yeah you know what another good thing it, is i saw it on an episode of family guy Okay, well, right there is your problem. It's because you got it off a family guy. It sounds good, though. I mean, maybe. Be good. It's like butter toast. Oh my gosh, I love butter toast. That's another one of my comfort foods. It's so. Yes, it's so easy to make and it's so good. Like, I could eat butter toast all the time. Especially when you get it that, like, perfect golden crispy and just add so much butter on it and eat it. It's delicious. Or buttered noodles. Literally all you do is take spaghetti noodles, cook them in a pan, and then put a bunch of butter in them and mix them all around and add seasonings to it. It's great. And you can make cheesy garlic bread to go with it. And who doesn't love garlic bread? Garlic bread. Garlic bread. I, oh my gosh. Garlic bread is like the number one comfort food ever. It's so good. It is literally so good. Do you have any other comfort foods that you like, Mom? I don't know. I like to eat meat and cheese, like pepperoni and stuff with cheddar cheese. With cheese sticks? I took one time hot Cheetos and crushed them up and then took cheese sticks and um, took like egg yolk and you dip the cheese sticks and the egg yolk and then dip it in the hot Hot crushed up hot Cheetos and you fry it and it's hot Cheeto mozzarella sticks and it's so good. That does sound really good. Yeah, it is really good. I love it. (laughs) That was really loud there. It's okay. And you can also dip those in ranch, too. You can dip anything in ranch. You really could. I used to hate ranch. I used to absolutely hate ranch until, like, my sophomore year of high school, probably. And then all of a sudden, I started liking ranch. But I think that's because I got COVID, like, four times, and now my taste buds are really messed up. (gasps) Something good with ranch pizza rolls. I can't eat pizza rolls without ranch. I love ranch and pizza rolls. Same. Pizza rolls are another comfort food. They are so easy to make. You literally throw them in the oven, throw them in the microwave, throw them in the air fryer. Bada boom, bada beam. You got them, and they're so good, and you can literally eat so many of them at a time. I eat them constantly. I make my mom buy them all the time. Yeah, I do too. They're delicious. They're kind of expensive, though. The prices of them have gone up. Yeah, which but it stink. depends, like, if you get, like, the Tostitos brand. Those yeah, are the expensive ones. Yeah, that's true. The off-brand ones are very good, but they're cheaper. I was kind of mad because I got them the other day, and it said that it was going to be Supreme Pizza Rolls, right? So it's, like, Supreme Pizza and a pizza roll. I bit into that, and it was literally just cheese and pepperoni and sausage. That's not supreme. That's not supreme. It should have had peppers and onions, and it didn't. And I was like, girl, like, come on. Are you kidding me? Why did I pay, like, $9 for this, for it to be like that? 
I would be really disappointed too. Yeah. Anyway, we've been talking for a while. I think we can end on those comfort foods, although there are many more. That is very true. So guys, thank you for joining in with us on this podcast today, and I hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to go try these comfort foods if you haven't before. I definitely recommend them. Um, Hopefully you don't get sick trying any of them, but it doesn't hurt to try food. So, you know, there's always fun in that. Anyway, though, thank you for listening um, to this week's podcast on a little bit of everything. Don't forget to check out some of these awesome foods and flavors. (laughs) And we will see you guys next week. And don't forget to spread peace, love, and kindness. Welcome to LNJ Sports. I'm Logan. And I'm John. And we're here with Mr. Clark. Basketball playing career and some things they do and do not like. Just a kind of wide variety of topics and we're just going to have a little chat about that. So uh, anyways, first question for you guys. So let's say you had a big game or maybe a tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Favorite post-game meal? Post-game? Yep, post-game. You just Jack's played pizza. maybe Jack's Pizza. Jack's Pizza. Jack's Pizza? I love me a Jack's Pizza. Parmesan and hot sauce. Do you have Do you have a certain flavor? Like, is it sausage pepperoni? Is pepperoni. Just pepperoni. <laughs> yep, that's it. So you're telling me you could have said, you know, I'm going to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to Moe's, I'm going to Texas Roadhouse. Nope, stop by County Market, get me a $3 frozen pizza, that's what's up. Yep, that's me. John, please do better. Just anything that my grandma made once I get home. <laughs> Any meal. Any meal. Anything. Just whatever's in the fridge. Oh, you guys are awful. Come on. Do better. Um, okay, so, like, what what led you guys to playing basketball? Because there's, like, a thousand different sports on this planet. Why basketball? Um, well, I think, really, my dad put me in it as a young age. And I just kind of kind of fell in love with the sport and I mean, it gave me something to do in my off, or as a hobby in my off, in the off season for baseball. So, yeah, that's really it. I mean, I just enjoy playing the game, really. Yeah, same. My parents put me in it because they wanted me to play a sport, and I just loved it, so I kept playing. Okay. Um, next question. So, like, what has been the most proud moment that each of you have had? playing basketball is like is there a certain tournament you won maybe you won a close game threw up a last second buzzer beater maybe you saw a teammate do something what would you say was like the coolest moment of your career so far um well probably this year I had a game winner against DMAC um I've never had one before it's the only one I've ever had so I would say that's my most proud moment uh probably when the varsity we almost won. We went to the championship game for the Triopia tournament, and they did really good. Okay. Um, so, obviously, there's a difference between home and road games. Do you prepare different, differently when you go on a road game versus playing at home? Mm, not really. I mean, I like home games more because you get to get in the gym a little bit earlier than away games. But besides that, it's really... Really, uh, yeah, there's really no difference. Just okay, so 
uh, this is going to be like a, a variety of the same questions. So let's say you're going against a team, you shouldn't have any chance of beating them, and you only lose by like one point in a buzzer beater. Is that harder to take, or is it is it a harder loss if you would have lost by 30? Um, well, probably losing by one point because you're not expecting to win the game in the first place. I mean, you really just go in there with nothing to lose. And losing a close game against a good team is worse than getting blown out by a good team, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, because like you'll get your hopes up thinking that you have a chance to win, and then you lose to the buzzer beater. Okay, same same topic, opposite. What what happens if there's a team that you're supposed to beat by 30? Is it a better feeling to win by 30? Or if you lose by one or two, do you feel better off that you at least pulled out the, the win? Um, I'm not really sure. Um, well, just winning by 30, I mean, we should win by 30 in the first place. So, I mean, if it was a close game, that's not really a great win for your team, but it's still a win anyway. It's still going to count as a win in the books, but, yeah. Okay, if I said to each of you, you could make one new rule to basketball, or one change to the game, what would the change be? Shot clock. So high school has a shot clock. Yeah. How much time? Um, I would say 30. 30 yeah, 30 is a good number. 30, 35, somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. If you could build the perfect basketball player, what do they look like? What are their skills? I would have, um, I would have like a, um, I would kind of like a build a like a bigger guard like Luca. I like Luca because um, he's not built as a point guard, but he plays the position anyway, and he plays it really well. And it's just really hard to guard because he's so big and he's so tall as a point guard, and he just shoots over everybody. So, I mean, I would try to build someone around him. Um, not really a big guy though, because it seems like every player's a big player nowadays. Like point guards have to be like six five, yeah, it's... and then big guys have to be seven foot. I mean, everybody's big now, so I mean, the best bet I would say is probably a, some type of guard, some type of big guard. Yeah, a taller guard that can do mostly everything. Okay, now this this might be the most interesting question, at least on my point. So. A lot has changed when it comes to, like, staying in shape and, like, the physical side of the game in the last, like, 20, 30 years. How do you stay in shape in the off season? Is Do you have, like, routines? Do you play other sports? Do you go to the gym? Do you eat certain way? Like, how do you guys stay in shape all year round for a three-month, four-month sport? Well, are you talking about basketball? Or yeah, just talking yeah. in general? Well, both. I mean... It's more basketball oriented, but like, yeah, how do how do you stay in shape? Because I know you play, I believe, multiple sports. Yeah. So yeah, yeah how, how do you constantly stay in shape? How do you keep from getting injured? Well, it's a for me, it's a lot more in the off season for baseball because you got to take care of your arm. You can't if you hurt your arm, it's going to be a long process to get back to where you were, and it could really affect your um, your recruitment or your college college years um but in basketball 
I mean, really just playing another sport or going to the gym, just staying in shape because always the first two weeks of basketball really, really suck because you got to get back in shape. But I feel like it's easier if you just keep going, not doing as much running as you would in basketball season, but doing enough so that you're not dead tired when season starts. Yeah. And, like, uh, some basketball players, they'll do track because there's a lot of running in that, so then they'll stay in shape with that. Okay. I lied. I have two more questions. Number one, right before the game hits, you're on the bus, you're in the locker room, whatever, you got headphones in. What song are you listening to right before game time? That's a good question. Uh, I'm a variety. I like a variety of songs. There's not really one genre yeah. that I like, but... I'm not a big pump-up-listen-to-music type of guy. I just like to listen to some type of chill music. Like, I like The weekend. It just kind of calms me. Just relaxes yeah, I, me I, for the I game. I like Saturday and Sunday, too. Yeah, funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just a big The weekend type of guy. What about you, John? Uh, just anything. Just put my earbuds in, listen to anything to get ready. Okay. Uh, last question. Is basketball more mental or physical? I think basketball is more physical. Okay. Um, you see a lot, of, a lot of players, a lot of the bigger players in high school, they're the ones that succeed because they're built. But, I mean, there are, there are mental to it because if you're down on yourself all the time, like you're getting upset because you're not making your shots, then you're not going to make your shots. Yeah. But I say a lot of it's physical. I think it's both, but definitely more physical. But there's definitely mind parts in it. Gotcha. All right. Well, join join L&J Sports next time when we uh, cover more in-depth basketball and baseball and football topics. And uh, I think that's all for now. If you two want to sign off. See you guys later. See you. <laughs>
every day. So you're going to want a cup of coffee every day. Do you drink coffee every day? Yes. You do? No, that was a lie. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> I drink it like like uh like three Occasionally. three yeah, three out of three out of seven days a week. That, I feel like that's more than me, man. I love um my fourth. Mountain Dew. Thought you really liked soda. You were you were trying to hype it up. Had a hard time with with this. Cause Mountain Dew I, mm, there's so many, so many flavors. Most of them are good. I've only found a couple that are not. The majority of the time, you grab any Mountain Dew off the shelf, and it's going to be enjoyable. Guys, that's an opinion. It is an opinion, and my opinion is also valid. <laughs> and I never said it wasn't. My number three is water. I really like water. I enjoy water. You know. Put it in the middle spot. Nice and refreshing. You think it's plain. I like plain. Plain Jane, by the way. What's your number okay. three? Mine is coffee. That's where I put coffee. Because I like coffee. I like okay. hot coffee, but I'm more of an iced coffee person, I think. I think we know. You look like it. Oh, okay. It's like that. <laughs> My number two, getting close up there. Number two, if we can get a drum roll on that one, is juice. Specifically fruit juice. Any type of fruit juice. So, so not like the V8 stuff? No. Not tomato uh, juice? Oh. Uh, no. 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 Okay. Well, okay. Well, I guess not any type of fruit juice then. Specifically, what are a top, like, couple fruit juices you like? I really like my Sunny D. Okay, I was gonna say we know. I know you like some orange juice. You not you like your orange juice. Does lemonade count as a juice, a fruit juice? That's a, that's a valid question because I didn't put lemonade. Lemonade. Is Lemon. I know. Amazing. I thought about it, but I I counted it as a juice, so I'm gonna okay. count it as yeah, a juice. Yeah, that counts as a juice. It's like lemon juice, you know. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, my number three probably be like Hawaiian punch. The blue okay. one, though, not not none of the red, juicy red. No, okay. The blue yeah, glacier. I, I do not like fruit punch. That's like a unpopular opinion, but I do not like fruit punch flavor anything. I think it's mid. It's okay. It's, it's below mid. You're below mid. Okay. Okay. Tea. Is that your number two? That's my number two because there's so many flavors. I think. It's right up there in the top. You got the peach, you got lemon, raspberry, you got the sweet tea, and then if you really want, you can have some extra sweet tea. Extra, extra, extra sweet tea. You know they make extra, extra? That's crazy, though. Okay, I think see, that's diabetes. See, for my number one, you okay. want to know what my number one is? I do. My number one is sweet tea. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What a quinky dink. I put sweet tea as my top one because sweet tea is just very refreshing and it's it sweet is. and it's like not too much and not too little. It's right. It's nice. Okay. It's just because at my house, like cool, unlike you. If we make and they only last. It lasts a solid day. We make two pitchers of iced tea at a time. 
put them bad boys in a fridge and they're gone within the day because it's so good. For real. My my top. Your top number one? Monster. It's a Ooh. I'm sorry, it's caffeine. Um the cans, the cans make it all but that's I like many energy drinks, but for top energy drink it has to be monster. They're the most like appealing visual. But and I feel like their flavors okay, are I'm, probably the I'm best. I'm not going to diss your number one. I'll let you I'll let you have your number one, be your number one, and I won't diss it. I was going to hardcore diss you, but... I, w- I want to hear, hear what's up. What I just... Is, why do you not like I energy I don't drinks? agree. I like energy drinks. I just don't like... It's not top. Yeah, it's not a top. And monsters tend to be very fizzy. Okay, that that's fair. If you exactly. don't like the carbonation, I get it. That's okay. Well, guys, I think that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed K Dog because she's better than J Dog. Oh, that's all I gotta K-Dog say. J Dog up in here. All right, give us some suggestions on what our next top five should be, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye, dude. Bye, guys. Hello everyone, I'm Hala, and I'm Riley, and we're the Manitou Minute, and this podcast we'll be talking about homecoming. The theme for homecoming 2023 was decades. Yes, and the colors for each class were, freshmen were um, bright pink, pink. Oh, yeah, they were pink. Sophomores and were lime green. It was like neon. Okay, neon. It was still uh, ugly. Sorry. And juniors were orange. And seniors were yellow. Bright construction yellow. Bright. Um, so, for the first week of homecoming, we had sock wars. And first, the class who won sock wars were the seniors. Right. Congrats, I guess. Rigged. Rigged. Um, next was Penny Wars, which the freshman won. Oddly so. Yeah. I'm not clapping. I'm not either. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the dress-up weeks, um, on Tuesday was Decades Day. Um, Wednesday was Adam Sandler's Day. Wait, hold on. JK. JK. Monday was Decades Day. <laughs> Tuesday was Adam Sandler's Day. Wednesday was Workout Wednesday. And Thursday was Class Colors Day. And we didn't have a Friday. We didn't, yeah, no. Friday was just <clears throat> off of school. And seniors won every single day. Yes, ma'am. Oh, but let's, the boys' basketball games, there was, well, there was a boys' basketball game and a girls' basketball game. Um... The boys went against Beardstown. And lost. But. Period. The girls, they went against Rova. And they won. That was on Thursday. The boys played Beardstown on Friday, and the girls played Rova on Thursday. 
Okay. So. Then there was the volleyball games during, during homecoming week. Dress up week. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and first it was sophomores against juniors. And the sophomores won. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then it was the seniors against the freshmen. And the seniors won. Womp. And then it was seniors against sophomores, and the seniors won. It was a bad game, guys. We're not sorry. Yeah. Um, And then the juniors went against the seniors, and the juniors won. And then the juniors won against the teachers, and they won. Well, well, first, the freshmen won against the sophomores. Oh, yeah. But the the sophomores sophomores won. It wasn't enough to have us go against the teachers, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about like Hall Deck, Lip Sync, Red Wagon, and Felt Banner. Community service. And community service. Community service was won by the sophomores. sophomores. Along with Lip Sync. And that was it. Yeah, we won Lip Sync and Felt Banner. And Felt Banner. Yeah. Which is really weird. The it, seniors was really cool. Yeah. I don't I think like it theirs. had enough Midwest Central on it, though. And then Hall Deck was won by the juniors. Crazy. <laughs> Ins- insane. Not hating, but crazy. I oh, yeah. <laughs> am. Red Wagon, the freshman won. Congratulations. They made their Red Wagon that day, so that was very impressive. impressive. Um, so let's talk about like placements. So the freshman came in fourth place with 20,000 points. Um, <laughs> the juniors came in third, 23,000 points. And the sophomores came in second with 25,000 points. And seniors won. With 29,000 points. Shocker. But it's whatever, I guess. Congrats. Um, a singular clap. Okay, so on ho- for homecoming night... Let's talk about the homecoming king and the homecoming queen. The homecoming king was Austin K. Meyer. And the queen was Ella James. Congratulations. Woo! So yeah, that was basically it for homecoming, I think. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for 2023 homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought that I didn't know if it was trying to or not. Okay. Um, yeah, guys. Bye. Peace out. Bye.